I didn't actually realize how long it takes to create a business, at least one that I'm really proud of. Well, I would say start now because it really does take time to build something great. And, and you are very valuable and worth it. You honestly can do it. You can do anything, especially having amazing people like Mac Jane and her organization Dream Mentorship to make that all possible. Welcome to the Dream Mentorship Podcast, where we interview everyday women making a difference in their lives and communities. From doctors to stay-at-home mamas, CEOs who work hard with no drama, this is where you come to dream and be inspired. Because at Dream Mentorship, we believe that every dream is valid. Here's our host and founder, Mac Jane Creighton. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to today's podcast. I am super, super excited today um, to introduce you to our guests on today's show. Uh, you will absolutely love her and love her idea, and you're probably running straight onto her website um, to find out more information about her business. Our guest today is Ayodele. IR is a senior electrical engineer and math major at Texas Tech University. And she started her own business, which is called Hagio in 2018. And it's a closet organization company that helps to optimize the everyday closet experience through well-designed and well-made products. It's actually the first premium bendable hanger that elevates shoulder bombs, clothes, slippage, and color stretching. You definitely love, love, love hearing her story. And in fact, she sold out three days of um, her 2020 summer launch and was featured in the Fast Company and, and Fast Company and Mashable. So you're going to hear all about this North Texas innovator who is on the 25 and she has done phenomenal work. And best of all, she's my friend and she, we're both Nigerian. Her parents are immigrants uh, and it's just so fascinating to see her do amazing things here with her hanger. So I will let her tell her story because she can tell it better than I'm doing. I'm not doing justice to it at all. So would you help me and welcome Ayo to the show today? Welcome to the show, Ayo. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Max Jane. That was an amazing intro. So I don't know how how to stop that. Well, we are glad that you're here. And I want to, I know your story personally, but I I want all the people to hear. This is such empowering, inspiring story that you have. Uh, First of all, tell them about Angio. Yes. So Angio is a innovative closet organization company. And we exist because we're super passionate about making amazing closet experiences for people. So like one thing I heard starting out my journey is that people often felt stressed and anxious when they went into their closet. And so our whole thing is like, you don't have to feel like that, especially an experience you have every single day. We want to make it more of a peaceful, exciting place to go. And so we create products and content around um, making that more of a reality for people. So I want you to tell everyone how it started. I think I'll, I'm going to mess it up. So you tell that story. I love it. So yeah, back in 2017, I was a freshman in college and I've always been super interested in business and STEM. And so I remember going into high school, I was like, I want to do something within the realm of that. And so I went in studying with the intent of biomedical engineering, but I still wanted to have to explore that business side. And so I enrolled in an entrepreneurship program my second semester, 
And during that semester, I also, I also remember having shoulder bumps on my sweater, my favorite sweater. And this was like kind of stressful because I like to joke that my parents cut me off at 12 because <laughs> I started working at 12 and I paid for that sweater like all with my own money. It was $40 from Urban Outfitters. So at that time as I think a 19 year old, that was like a million dollars. So I tried so many different things and nothing worked. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I can't wear this anymore because it just doesn't look good. And so I started talking to the girls in my dorm and I was like, hey, like, do you guys have any solution for this? Or do you guys experience this too? And I started hearing the same things from the girls in my dorm. And then I went to talking to people on and off campus and heard these common struggles that people were having in their closet. And they included stretching, wrinkling, creasing, close slippage, shoulder bumps was a big one. Uh, and all of this caused stress and anxiety when people go into their closet. And so I was like, this is whack. This, <laughs> this doesn't have to be like this. And then from there, I decided to use this problem as my case study for this program. That's when I started brainstorming different ideas. I had crazy ideas from like a furry hanger to a metallic hanger, like wild ideas but I ended up landing on a bendable hanger design because I remembered using flexi rods to curl my hair and I was like oh like if hangers were bendable then they can bend exactly to the shape of your shoulder so I wouldn't have those annoying shoulder bumps anymore and then you could put some resistive material on it maybe some gear ties so that way it doesn't fall off and then let's say if you have like a smaller neck top or a turtleneck then you could clamp it um, vertically put it inside the shirt and then expand it out. So that way your collar doesn't stretch out. And so that's when the light bulb moment happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, bendable hangers. I went to Target, shout out Target. And I got flexi rods. I got gear ties from my professor. And I got, um, I got a hook from old hanger. And I made that first initial prototype. I got the flexi rods like 20 plus inches, I think. And then I put the the gear ties they're normally used to like clamp cables and stuff but I clamp them around the ends the middle and the base of the hanger so that way it could have some resistive material and then I literally just took the hook from the old hanger and I plopped it in the middle <laughs> it was like exposed at the end so it was very very ratchet to give a mental picture and from there I did a small marketing campaign just to do proof of concept to see what people would think about the idea and had a video went on onto Facebook um put a little bit of ads on it and it ended up being seen over 20,000 times and wow. people were coming up to me on campus it also sliding into our dms and they were like hey where can I buy this hanger and I'm like oh, this is just a prototype <laughs> but thank you for your interest like this is great <laughs> so from there I was like oh maybe there's maybe there's something here maybe there's something I can I can roll in here and so that was kind of like the origin story of it all. Started my wow. I mean, you've won so many awards. You've also been uh, finalists and pitch competitions. But walk us through that process from the beginning to when you actually sold out in three days. It's definitely took a while because it took me about three years to actually do all the customer discovery, the product development, establish the business and do all the business things. But June 1st, 2020 was my launch date. And I was excited, but also super nervous because I was hearing different things around the pandemic of people's spending patterns of like, people aren't spending money because of everything happening or people are spending a lot of money because of everything that's happening. So I'm like, I don't really know what's going to happen. I didn't have a marketing budget. 
So I had the product, I had my email list and I had my current social following and an amazing uh, marketing intern who we collaborated with on content and like marketing everything. And so I remember the first day and I was like, I really don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to set this shop to be live at 8.30. Two minutes later, the next thing that happens, I get my first order <laughs> for my first wow. customer. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my goodness. And I, I'm big on like video. And so I take a video of, <laughs> of my reaction. It's literally just me like in disbelief. And so order after order comes in that entire day and we're like popping on social media because we've been working on this for like three years and so people who have followed us are like really excited about it and so about that Wednesday morning so about two days and two hours exactly that for 10 a.m is when we sold out of that initial batch of hangers and <laughs> quickly had to restock from there and that was pretty surreal wow. because I, something that was literally just an idea, Mac Jane, back in 2017, yeah. actually came into full fruition. And it was crazy to think that these hangers that I was going to ship out were actually going to be in people's closets and people were going to use them. And so it was a full circle surreal moment for me. Wow. I can't even imagine. That's a full baby there. <laughs> a grown, a, a grown toddler. Yeah. My daughter is three years old. So 2017, <laughs> I was like, okay. You know <laughs> the live like. bulb went there. Yeah. That's amazing. And you actually got named North Texas Innovator on the 25 Texas Business Hall of Fame Scholar and 2020 Future Founders Fellow. Uh, You were also selected in the Global Accelerator Mass Challenge. You were selected as a member of the cohort number two of the Accelerator Grants Program, $25,000 investment. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) I know, honestly, yay. (laughs) Yeah, like you won um, awards in pitch competitions and you got featured in news platforms, Dallas Innovate, um, Plan of Career, and Hub Hustle. I mean, that is amazing for a young woman in college. Now, I want you to talk to that because I'm sure there's probably someone in college listening to you right now and trying to figure out, like, how do you do this? I hardly can handle class and life. And now you want me to add a business idea to that. Can you walk us through what that is for you? How are you able to balance that? Yeah. On a, on a lighter note, I like to joke that if I ever wrote a book, book one day, it would be titled Tears and Pizza. <laughs> that's been my journey. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, to answer the question, Uh, I think one of the best pieces of advice I've gotten from my mentor, who I just admire and look up to, she said, whenever I was entering that accelerator program where I was receiving that grant, but also was going through this rigorous training and acceleration of the business, she told me that she entrusts like the busiest people with things because she knows that they can get it done. And Mm. that totally calmed my fear because for me, I'm like, I'm an electrical engineering student. I'm involved in clubs. I like like to have friends. How in the world am I going to do this? And she, she told me that piece of advice. And I was like, oh, like I just got to make it work. And I have to be really effective with my time. And so from there, I was like, okay, I think I, think I can make it work. And definitely it's not been easy. I'm not going to say it's been a bed of roses. But when I reflect back on like the doing both it's been the most rewarding experience like ever because having that having the business has really helped me learn so much about engineering which is like my major but also about like managing people and managing finances and doing customer discovery like I've learned so much it almost 
almost for a minute, it was like another class to me that, um, mm-hmm. that I was taking. So I think if you look at it from that lens of like, what if you're just taking this other class that's like taking up a lot of time, but another class that you are enjoying, you know, from, and from there, just move with that mindset of, of course, just be good with time management and then you, you can do it and having yes. people to help you too is key. Right. So I was going to get to that because you mentioned mentoring and of course, you know, dream mentorship, that's all what we're about, you yeah. know, having that mentor in your life, having someone speak over you and say, hey, you can do it. I don't know if I would say it's one person because we are both in similar programs um, right. that require us to be mentored by other people. So I know for sure you don't have one mentor, but is there someone that you can say stands out that was literally spoke to your dreams that I helped you in this process of saying, hey, you know, Ayur, this is what you need to do and you can do it. Someone that was there for you, who, who would that person be? Oh my gosh, like literally top of mind. Her name is Tasha Williams. And I, I've been at four this to her, so she knows I shouted her out. But literally, <laughs> if, it's, it w- if it was not for her, like, I don't, I don't know if I would have continued because I remember when I transferred to tech, she really pushed me and encouraged me to apply for all the programs. And for me, I had such huge imposter syndrome I'm like oh no like it's just a hanger like nobody's gonna care about it like nobody wants it like everybody cares about tech and that's it and she was like no just apply apply and so I remember like it was their I launched business plan competition and it was like two days before the the deadline and she emailed me and she was like are you applying like have you applied and I'm like oh no like I wasn't planning on it and she was like apply apply you still have two days and I'm like okay fine and so I applied and I ended up getting third place in that competition and then from there that put me in a really great place to get accepted into the accelerator and it just like it was um one thing after the other and so she really gave me that push to believe in myself honestly like and Mm -hmm. I I still thank her today with just you know sincere appreciation because she was very pivotal in my journey and then it's hard for me to pick one but also another Another organization, they're called Future Founders, um, who I I was in their fellowship last year. They were the first people that invested in me back in 2017. So I did U-Pitch, which was their national pitch competition. And from that competition, I received my first ever check. It was $250. And that was like a million dollars because we hadn't received anything (laughs) for the business. And they took that chance on me. And then kind of they've seen my development and growth. And they really invested me last year with the fellowship. So I would say... There's so many, honestly, so many people, like I could list a whole bunch of people, including my mentors and the accelerator. But since you asked me for one, I would say Tasha. So do you think students should wait until they are done getting their degrees before pursuing an idea or product? My personal opinion, and just like looking at my own life as a case study and some of my friends' lives too, who are entrepreneurs and students, I would say no, because honestly, <laughs> if you have the opportunity to do it and you can manage it, then just do it. Because even if you don't want to do the business after college or it's like not, I don't know, your passion, just the experience alone is amazing. Like I've gotten to meet so many people. I've gotten to travel to Austin, Chicago, Dallas. Like it's ridiculous. Like and and learn so much. And one thing that my mentor, he always says is like, no matter if you want to be a business owner in the future or if you want to go down like a traditional route, having an entrepreneurial mindset set like helps you stand out because you mm-hmm. have the problem solving, you have the critical thinking, you have being able to work in a team. And so those skills are really, really, really invaluable. And I know like for my recent engineering internship, that 
having that experience with Hangia was was a big driver in helping me like talk to my experience and stand out. Uh, <laughs> I totally agree with you. I'm like, hey, see, I'm talking to, I'm talking to everyone who's listening to this podcast right now. I told you she is the bomb. So if you need to pause this recording and get your writing pad out, you need to. Because <laughs> this next questions I'm going to ask her, there are things that you definitely need uh, a pen and paper for. So Ayo, you conducted over 200 plus customer interviews, yeah. raised more than $40,000 and developed an innovative market-ready bendable hanger product. I mean, that's something that probably take individuals 10 years plus to get to that point. Can you tell us, how did you come about your business plan, this model that helped you interview so many people and start your business on the right foot? I will forever be grateful for Texas Tech. They really created that foundation for me at the Innovation Hub, which is like this center at Texas Tech where they do everything, innovation, entrepreneurship, research, and technology commercialization. And so I give all credit to them because they helped me understand how to write a business plan with their hub camps, how to design and iterate on a business model canvas, and then how to effectively and properly do killer customer discovery interviews. And so I received all my training from them. And if I didn't go up, like use their process, I wouldn't have been as effective in figuring out what kind of, like how to design the product and how to market it to people. Because everything, in my opinion, is that literally everything always comes back to customers, like customers, 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 or clients, whatever you, whatever, however you call them in your business. But talking to people and understanding what their needs are and what job they need done with your product or your service is so critical and so key. And so I learned like everything from from Texas Tech Innovation Hub through their different programs. They have like a whole pipeline of programs and I did everything. And so. All right. So crash calls for people who are listening. What is your tip? or tips for people who are like, okay, I have this concept. I have this idea. What do they need to do? Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. So I would write down your idea either on paper or in a doc. So that way you, you can clearly kind of outline what exactly it is to yourself and eventually to other people. And then from there, I recommend trying to do deep customer discovery to understand the problem more and to see if other people are actually having a problem with it too, or if there's market need, if there's not a problem. My first step within, within that, the customer discovery is create a list of questions around what you're trying to solve. And so let's say for me, the problem that I noticed was shoulder bumps. And so around that, I created really broad questions of like, tell me about your closet experience and tell me what are your biggest pain points when it comes to hangers and tell me how that makes you feel. What do you do when, like, when you have this problem? Like, what, what is your next step? And so within that, what you're trying to solve or what you're trying to accomplish, try and almost get stories from people around that experience. And that will inform you of like how much people care about your problem, because then you'll see if it's worthy to solve because one thing for me that I noticed is that even though people have these issues of close slippage, collar stretching, and shoulder bumps, not everybody cares about it. Like some people are okay if their clothes are on the ground or are okay if everything's folded. And so once I was able to find like a, a, a good set of people that this problem mattered to them and that they were almost literally going to rip their hairs out if it wasn't solved, that's when I was like, okay, let me design a solution for them. And so, yeah, I would say doing that customer discovery. And with that customer discovery, 
that translates to designing your business model canvas. I think you've seen it, Mac Jane. Yeah, I know what that is. Okay. So <laughs> that was my first time ever. Uh, quick story before you talk about that. I remember the first time I had to go into a competition uh, and they had said, did it need it? I was like, what in the world is that? <laughs> so I went to Google. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so go ahead, talk about it. Yeah, well, for, for people who don't aren't aware of it just yet, it's essentially a very simplified business plan in my viewpoint. And so... Actually, I had a lot of people tell me to start with the business model canvas, not the business plan, because the business model canvas like allows for a lot of iteration, which yeah. is like the, the heart of an idea. You're, usually you're not going to start with that same idea or maybe you do, but it really evolves into something bigger than what you imagined or even better. Right. So from there, I would take your findings and translate that into the business model canvas. And I'm sure we can do a whole workshop on that, but that business model canvas, keep track of how many times like, or what the changes are over time. And really think of yourself as like the Sherlock Holmes of, of this problem that you're trying to solve. Like try, like, like yes. what they used to say in my customer discovery um, uh, sessions is like, your job is to get kicked out of the building. So try and talk to as many people as you can. Of course, we're in interesting times. So virtual probably is the best way now to do that. But try and talk to people and like, just interview them. And usually what I'll do is like, I'll say, hey, I'm, I'm a student. I'm really trying to understand this a little better. Can I interview for 30 minutes? It would be really valuable. And nine times out of 10 people are like, yeah, I want to help you. So that's the cool thing about being a student. Usually people want to help you. So yeah, and then translate that to a business model canvas. And I'm sure we can like talk more about next steps. But I would say that's a good first step is like try and be the expert in the problem. Yes, I love this. This is so, so, so good. I want to keep going. Okay. As, as we wrap up this conversation, I want to transition a little bit because, you know, you're Nigerian. I'm Nigerian. So <laughs> like you say, Nigerian, Nigerian, they carry last. Um, so, <laughs> I had to say that, but I want to transition a little bit. How, how are your parents feeling right now? You know, being both Nigerians and seeing their daughter doing this amazing thing. How do they feel? I know you had kind of mentioned earlier on cutting you off at 12 and telling you. Um, so, um, you know, helping you having that entrepreneur mindset. Um, how do they feel? How, how proud are they? I'm sure they are super proud of you. But, you know, can you tell us what that is like growing up in a Nigerian home? Yeah, yeah. So for me, my parents always, my parents always stressed hard work and education that that was literally all I heard growing up and like love too, of course, but hard work, education, hard work, education. And so because we had me and my brother had that in our, in our bones, we started like that hustle young. And so I started working when I was 12 as a soccer referee and then kind of went on to the next things after that. But my parents have always been super supportive of, of me. And they've always been like, yeah, you can do whatever you want as long as you can like take care of yourself and them seeing me like do the business and seeing it start from like an idea to getting funding to making that product to selling and selling out and to like having a growing wait list like they've been really excited like especially my mom because she's she's been there when I've been crying when I've been excited <laughs> and she like understands a little deeper all all of like the emotional roller coaster of having a business and so they've been like proud of me that I've been able to kind of do that but still like stay on top of my studies and you know still be a good daughter good friend you know good sister 
for me to hear that means a lot because they've sacrificed so much for me to have the opportunities I have now. So yeah, they're supportive. And I would say that they're proud of me based off of what they, what they tell me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. I'm sure they are as we are. We're so proud of you. Thank you so much, Ayo, for joining us on today's podcast. This has been really, really phenomenal. What is your advice to young women out there in pursuing their dreams? Yeah, I would say there's honestly no better time than now. And I say that because if I kept contemplating my idea and if I kept like struggling with imposter syndrome and I didn't take a step, like a leap of faith, I probably wouldn't be here where I am now because I didn't actually realize how long it takes to create a business, at least one that I'm really proud of. And so I would say start now because it really does take time to build something great. And just to know that like your ideas and, and you are very valuable and worth it you honestly can do it. You can do anything, especially having amazing people like Mac Jane and her organization Dream Mentorship to make that all possible. And so the resources that they are there, like they're growing and are abundant. And so I would just say, like, just if you have an idea, just start talking to people, like go for it, go for it and just see what happens. Just at least see what happens. No regrets. So that's my advice. Mm -hmm. Just go do it. Yes, go for it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. With dream mentorship, we always say, if you can dream it, you got to live it. I so whatever that, that is, <laughs> so that. do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Thank you so much, Ayur. This has been really, really, really amazing, inspiring, and full of insights. Thank you for joining us. Tell us your website and where people can connect with you if they're interested in your hangers. Yes, so you can connect with us on all social media platforms at ShopHangio, S-H-O-P-H-A-N-G-I-O. I know it's an interesting name, but ShopHangio on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and of course, TikTok. And on our website, it's ShopHangio.com. And you can go and interact with us, see the product. You can sign up on our wait list if you're interested in being notified of when we, we have more hangers in stock. Okay, awesome. So go shop hangers from Hagio. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you again. And that's it, people. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it has been really inspiring for you and you absolutely enjoyed listening to it. And you took lots and lots of notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, we want to encourage you to please leave us a review, leave us a message. Let us know that you enjoyed it and share with somebody you are that would be needing this. If you know a young college woman who is thinking of starting her own business this is a perfect gift to them so share this podcast with them it's free of charge to do that so that would be you know an awesome thing to do do for a friend a daughter a sister a cousin you know name it so we we'll encourage you to just help us spread the word share this podcast okay and if you're also here listen to this podcast thank you so much and one of the things that we do here at dream mentorship is providing women with the resources that they need so they can live the life they truly dream of whether that is starting their own business or working in a traditional nine to five job and the ways that we can support them is through donations so if you're listening to this podcast and you can donate 
$5, $100 to this organization, we would truly appreciate that. Every dollar makes a difference and will help us to directly impact the lives of women all across the United States and also in Nigeria. So we hope that you would partner with us today to make a difference in the lives of women so we can empower more women to be career ready. Once again, thank you in advance because I know you'll make a donation today. You can head over to our website at www.dreammentorship.com org and click the donate button to make a donation thank you all for listening until next time bye-bye thanks for listening don't forget to follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode if you'd like to learn more about what dream mentorship has to offer follow us on instagram at dream mentorship or visit our website dreammentorship.org this podcast was edited by ruby Liebeshack. Live your authentic dream because every dream is valid.